Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. I'm Hogs Burkhart. And today, we got quite a fun episode. You know what I like? A good origin story. Okay. I like to know how things come about. You want to know someone that'll watch every fucking special feature on a DVD or making up documentary? That's me. <laughs> the origin of today's episode comes from your wife, Cindy. That's right. Yeah, we sometimes have her ask questions that we answer on the show and... Uh... She had a really good one, and yeah, and, and it's funny. A couple couple weeks ago, maybe mm-hmm. even a month ago, before we went to New Orleans, mm-hmm. we were smoking between uh, podcasts, and we're outside. And you go, "Oh, I got a good Cindy question. Do you want me to give it to you ahead of time so you can think about it before we record the mm-hmm. next episode?" And you give me the question, and I was like, "Oh, that is a good one." And we start bullshitting back and forth, and then you go, "Maybe this should be a whole episode." Mm-hmm. So that's what we have today. We're going to be talking our favorite video game weapons of all time. I'm excited. I like this category a lot. Me too. So we've both put together a top five list Mm -hmm. along with some honorable mentions. Uh, And uh, that's how we'll go through it. We'll hear your top five. We'll hear your number five, my number five, four, four, three, three, so on and so forth. Uh, and that's that's what we're going to be doing today, and I'm excited because this is a topic I like, and it's a topic that got the mind grapes going. Where I was like, <laughs> "Oh, there's a lot. There's yeah, a lot so that many. I really like." And, and like I told I told you earlier, I was hoping that I, I hear some that surprise me. You know that I yeah. don't expect. Yeah. Uh, and and in the interim, we posed this question to a couple friends, including our buddy Nick, to see what he said. <laughs> and then we we asked Will, and Will was like, "Shotguns." <laughs> just generic shotguns i was like well what about a specific shotgun guns like guns as he's getting a quad kill inhaler yeah <laughs> yeah as he is fucking asking it like that boy wants to put his halo nuts in our mouth so bad We've talked about it several times where he'll be like, can we play a free-for-all together? <laughs> and then a couple weeks ago, we're all playing, and it's me, you, Will, and our buddy Gray. Mm-hmm. Nick is on playing something else, but he's on the headset with us. Yeah, Deep Run Galactic. You go to take the dog out, and as, almost as soon as you step away, Will goes, hey, 
you guys ever want to ever feel like playing custom Halo games? Now he's figured it out. Oh, we can't get into the free for all games together so he can stomp our ass. He's like, what if we did like a, we could do like a two on two or a three on one custom game. And like, this was it. I like, when I say I hit my breaking point, I don't mean this as a, a slide against Will or like no, I was actually I mad, yeah, but like it. it cracked where I was like, Will, we get it. You think you can whip our ass in Halo and that's what you really want to do. You really want to kill us in Halo, but we're not going to let you. And he goes, no, man, I just think it could be fun doing custom games with your Because, you know, he's so fucking polite and pleasant and shit. I was like, no, Will, I know what you want out of this. You got mad because I shit on Call of Duty the other day when we recorded. And now you want to take it out on me. That's what's happening here. He did herald a serious <laughs> accusation at you. I mean, look, through almost 350 episodes of Blue Harvest, some insane shit has come out of both of our mouths. But I have never been accused of something so insane as when Will said, you don't like first person shooters. Yeah, I disagreed immediately. I was like, what? What? I don't like first person shooters. Will, because, you know, there's a bit of an age difference where I'm a little older than him. I was like, buddy. I've been playing first-person shooters before you knew how to operate a mouse, my dude. Yeah, don't man. tell me that. Just because you're Mr. Halo <laughs> does not mean I don't like uh, first-person shooters. I don't like Call of Duty. Right. Big difference. Yeah. Big, I, big difference. I mean, we were playing Wolfenstein 3D. Doom. Doom 2. Yeah. Fucking Dark Forces. Half-Life. Half-Life. Yeah, I mean, it goes back. Um... There is something I wanted to talk about before we get into our weapons chat. Street Fighter Six. Ooh, I do. I, 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 it's getting roasted a little bit, and I feel rightfully so. I am excited about Street Fighter Six. I'm definitely going to get it and play it. Of course. But the logo oh, is pretty the, bad. The, the logo <laughs> appearing to be something that they bought a stock image of and, and looks, altered sli- slightly. It looks like a shitty NFT or something. It I does. Don't, I don't know. Welcome to the stage, the head of Capcom. We here at Capcom love leveraging the power of our beloved franchises. That's why in the last decade, we've released Street Fighter V in three different versions. That's why we've remade every Resident Evil game and rebooted Resident Evil with Part 7 in a first-person view. Anybody remember Mommy Milkers from Resident Evil 8? That was us. We're not like Konami. We don't just make gambling machines. And that's why we're excited to unveil the next chapter in the historic Street Fighter franchise. Street Fighter 6 where every character, every alternate costume, every move, every background <laughs> stage, every music track is an NFT! No. I'm um, sorry, audience. I somehow let him into that one. <laughs> you sure did. You opened the door and I said, don't oh, mind shit. if I do. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, man. But yeah, so Ryu looking more swole than usual. Did you see the debate about if you could see his dick print in his pants? <laughs> no. Kind of. I mean, I gotta say, as a man who was a fucking 
shunned because of the 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 what's that fucking guy who I hate's name? John, John Ham because of John Ham's dick print and them short and them sweatpants. I'm I'm highly sensitive to dudes dick prints and pants now and I saw that dick print and I said that is a dick print. That is a dick print. <laughs> so not much to go on about Street Fighter 6. Yeah. Um just that it it exists. What I'm very excited for is that Capcom fighting collection they're putting out with mm, all the mm-hmm. Dark Stalker games. There's like a bunch of weird games that games I've I never have, played. Yeah, or even I can't wait. Even heard of all of them are coming with rollback <coughs> netcode. To me, the most more important than the roster, more important than the graphics, more important than any DLC season passes or anything for street fighter six is rollback gotta have code. that rollback yeah it's pretty much standard i think at I, this point if they God. don't do it it is intentionally fucking stupid yeah, on their part yeah it's just but uh yeah. it seems like we'll be getting more information on it this summer mm-hmm. is what they said so i'm i'm going to be watching the roster very closely because one day the cammy's not going to be on that roster <laughs> and i'm going to be mad and maybe not for six Maybe not for Street Fighter 7, but right. one day they're going to try and pull a Street Fighter 3 on us where they're like, all new cast. <laughs> Ken and Ryu and Chun-Li are the only characters you know. I'm glad I latched on to Ken so early because he always seems to make the cut. Yeah, you know? same thing with Ryu. Yeah. Right? Well, Ryu will always be there. Right. Ken, I do kind of sweat every now and again if they're going to go away, no. but like that would seems... be like if there wasn't Sub Zero and Scorpion. Right. In a game. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Good like that. That they are the Sub Zero and Scorpion of the fucking Street Fighter franchise. Mm-hmm. Like where they kind of just started off as palette swaps. Right. And now they've slowly uh, evolved to having their own move sets and also being palette swaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> I can't wait. I like. I enjoyed Street Fighter Five, not as much as Four. Yeah, no, it wasn't as good as Four. But I had a really good time with it, and I know that weekend, that first weekend, it comes out, my thumbs are going to be hurting. I'm going to be eating some flaming fire fucking fists <laughs> from uh, Ken. You I can't it. wait. I hope that they have a good um, PlayStation Fight Pad at that point. There, okay. I was going to bring it up. I think that's when it'll happen. Hopefully, because if you think about it. The 360 finally got good fight pads with Street Fighter 4. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the same thing happened with Street Fighter 5. That'd be um, sick. Yeah. If, if we could get, like, the Mad Personali- Cats oh, person, like, with ones. Ken on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Those are some good times, man, uh, thinking about those days of Street Fighter 4. Where we both had our special controllers. Yep. I remember one time we ordered, do you remember I ordered pizza? And we're all hanging out, and Will is eating pizza, and he was like, I got next. And, and Steve goes... You're going to wash your fucking hands before you put your hands on my controller. Ain't that... That that is like... Not that Will wasn't planning on it. No doubt. Not at all. But I know that feeling from when you're a kid (laughs) and your friend got greasy-ass hands and put his his little dick skinners on your controller. And now it feels like you're holding a stick of butter. Oh, Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate that. We had a buddy uh, in college. I I won't won't say his name. He's a really sweet dude. Really nice guy. But his hands sweat a lot. Ooh. And so when he would hand the controller back, that was usually dripping, and it was kind of gross. But oh, You need to scotch guard that controller when that dude gets his hands on it. Yeah, I felt bad. Dude, dude was really nice. I just kind of wanted to be like, here's your controller, man. You just want, you can just hold Happy on to birthday. that one. <laughs> Happy birthday. Now you got your own. <laughs> Look how easy it is to sync to the console. Just push that button right there. Perfect. Boom. Good to go. Um, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Boy, I'd be hating a greasy someone handing you a greasy controller. Yeah, I mean that was my Ken, my Ken baby too. Yeah, 
You know, because I, I started with the Ryu one that I hunted down, mm-hmm. like a bounty. I liked it. It was it had the white background. Yep. And then the connection port, not the one that go that went into the console, but where it connected to the controller, mm-hmm. broke mm-hmm. and wouldn't work anymore. So then my next controller was the Cami controller. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. It was a Cami. Vaguely. Uh, it actually was one that they put out with Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Nice. It was specifically branded for Street Fighter Cross Tekken. There's been rumors of Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Finally happening. Yeah, I think. We'll see. Possible. If it happens, I'll be stoked. I'll play mm-hmm. it. But you want to talk about a game that got announced and then went quiet as shit? I know. God, it's been so long. Tekken X Street Fighter. Is, is, Cross Street Street, Fighter. is, is Street Fighter Cross Tekken backwards compatible? Mm-mm. No? Okay. That's a shame, too, because yeah. that was a good game. I know. I'd love to go back and play that one. That one was one that, that one. I probably played the least of all of yeah, them. Yeah, because we went from Street Fighter 4 to Marvel vs. Capcom 3, mm-hmm. then the second version of Street Fighter 4, and then... Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Mm-hmm. I think we might have that. even been playing more Halo at that point. And Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Nine. That's right. Yep. So, <clears throat> but besides all that, let's talk favorite let's games. Talk some weapons. Uh, favorite weapons of video games. <clears throat> What's Hell your yeah. number five, buddy? Okay, so let's see here. Doing these, I have a tie. I have two. This is technically cheating, but they're both from the same game. I don't so. give a fuck. Um, I'm, I'm shouting out Destiny here as much as you might hate this, but it's from the first game. So I'm doing both Gallarhorn and Fatebringer. Gallarhorn was the rocket launcher you pretty much mm-hmm. fucking had to have. And I remember the, it took me forever to actually get it. Like through the first game, which I played day one, through the first expansion, House of Crota or whatever, all through that shit. Finally, the second expansion came out and I got it in like prison of elders where you're pretty much fucking guaranteed to get it if you don't have it already right but still felt amazing and then the other one is a gun that i never had called fate bringer which was the hand cannon mm-hmm. that had firefly which firefly was when you popped off a headshot the enemy would explode and catch and other people kill other fire. shit around it and for hand cannons that was exceedingly <sighs> rare and i chased it for forever and never got it so you know i gotta be honest with you nothing feels as bad as playing destiny with goose right and not because <laughs> playing a game with goose is not fun no playing games with goose is very fun it's nothing personal against goose mm-hmm. but nine times out of ten if you did a dungeon or a raid with goose he would trip over his own dick getting fucking what were the the hard to find weapons called they the, like the 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 yellow weapons yeah the legendaries legendaries mm-hmm. he would get them all the time you'd be like oh Fuck me, man. I just got a shader for beating this raid. He'd be like, oh, man, I got the icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> he would have so many of them, he would have options of different ones to use. Different Gallahorns to use. Mm-hmm. Woo! Rough. Yeah. That boy had some destiny luck. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me look on my list real quick just to verify. Yeah, that's right. No destiny no guns. Destiny. No destiny guns on my list. My number five. <laughs> I oh sorry exotic weapons that's exotic what weapons that's what that it right. is sorry. it's like an exotic dancer I knew I knew it was wrong when I said legendary but I was like what is it what is it ah. so, go ahead uh, I struggled with my number five because I wanted a weapon from this franchise to be represented the franchise I'll just go ahead and say is Halo mm-hmm. Halo has to be on my top five weapons of all time when I think of Halo the first weapon that pops into my head. Is the battle rifle. Mm. But the battle rifle, although, you know, the Halo version feels like the Halo version and they feel different between Halo games, 
all kinds of first person shooters have a three shot precision rifle. Mm-hmm. So while I love it, I don't feel like it's that unique within the realm of video game weapons. Sure. It's basically a Call of Duty weapon if you want to get down on dirty. The next weapon that I thought of was the assault rifle. Mm -hmm. Once again, same thing. Pretty iconic, but still. Very iconic. You know, maybe it it, it aped its design and concept from Aliens a little bit, but that kind of makes it even cooler in Mm -hmm. my opinion. So I'm going back and forth. I'm like, man, I've talked about how much I love fucking plasma grenades. I talked about how much I love the needler. The needler was close to being the one. Mm, But what I settled on was the energy sword. Nice, nice. My number five favorite video game weapon of all time is the energy sword. For several reasons. Although I didn't play Halo 1 or 2 when they launched, I can imagine the excitement of seeing the energy sword in Halo 1 and never getting to use it and then getting into Halo 2 mm-hmm. and you can finally use the energy sword. It was an awesome feeling. Right? Mm-hmm. It has to be. Secondly, while it's not something that happens often for me, getting into a multiplayer game and getting the sword and slicing fools up like you're the fucking bride from mm-hmm. Kill Bill or something... <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the best feeling games in a multi feeling. One of the best feelings in a multiplayer shooter game. Yeah, man, <clears throat> and in like, I love the concept of using. A, it's because I like Star Wars so much. But using melee weapons in a gunfight, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and just like you could say that um, the assault rifle aped a little bit of its concept and design from Alien. I think the energy sword owes a little bit to lightsabers. Sure, I would say. You know what I mean? A little bit. A little bit. Like, clearly they look nothing alike. They did did their own thing with it. They did, but like almost from a starting (laughs) point. Inspired by. Inspired by. Totally see that. And then I remembered the straight out of Compton day. Do you remember that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Of course I I do. You were here while I was... One of the few times I was talking shit on the headset... (laughs) <laughs> Back in the 360 days, playing Halo 3, playing Lone Wolf, yep. Wolves Free for All, and there was a guy whose name was straight out of Compton who started the shit talking. They always start it, man. And you, you never do it until they start it. It was one of the guys who, like, you would see his name was straight out of Compton. Then you'd see straight out of Compton with oh, in or whatever in parentheses a one, meaning <laughs> this dude is split screening. Mm-hmm. And then you see a three and a four, so it's four dudes on one TV. <laughs> Four split screening four ways. And he was talking shit. And I got the sword. And he and his four buddies come after me. And I get... I can't remember what an eight kill is. (laughs) I killed all four of them over and over again in a row. To where it was like, double kill, triple kill, overkill. uh, Kill-tacular. Kilimanjaro! And and every time I'd kill one, I would scream straight out of Compton at the top of my lungs to where, like, I'm almost (laughs) spitting up blood because my vocal cords are ripping in my throat and shit. That right there, that moment, having some a dipshit talk shit to me, then I get to talk shit back and wipe the floor with them. The Energy Sword is my number five. It's a really good one. Really good one. It's on my runner-up list. It's on your honorable honorable mentions. mentions, Perfect. Perfect. Mm -hmm. What's your number four? My number four, let's see. I have 
the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII. Interesting. Yeah, I went with the bit the Buster because the look was iconic to me then. I wasn't aware of Berserk. Right, me so neither. At the time I played that, all I knew was that that dude was one-handing the biggest sword I'd ever seen. And like that Final Fantasy cover of the back view of Cloud looking at the Mako reactor Holding with the with the thing his on the back, mm-hmm. and then like the Materia system, mm-hmm. and it is just so badass. And much like I was talking about with the assault rifle and the energy sword having their bases of inspirations the fact that the buster sword was clearly inspired by berserk just makes it even cooler to me yeah i love berserk and i mean it's when i play elden ring now and when i played dark souls before it you know those games are very heavily inspired by berserk Mm -hmm. and even maybe to an extent some final fantasy as well probably has snuck its way in there but um you can always find a guts sword mm-hmm. in in these games and Elden Ring's no different. I haven't found it yet, but it's on the list of shit I really want. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast where a dude was talking about how he's dual wielding giant swords mm-hmm. now, and one of them is the gut sword, and another one might have been the claymore. Yeah, and he was like, uh, two swipes. That's power stancing. Power, is that's that's called, that, is that what that's yeah. called? And then you can do like the special move maybe with both of them at the same time. <laughs> It's pretty awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. But yes. I've seen some wild shit people are posting. My buddy, uh, Aaron Boyd, sent me a clip of someone playing Elden Ring, and they were dual wielding, but they seemed like they were dual wielding normal swords. like mm-hmm. Right. And they were doing some sort of teleport move. And he was like, can you do this in Elden Ring yet? And I was like, buddy, no. And I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know if it was a weapon skill or what, but like they were, someone was coming at him and then they would like teleport out of the way and then be behind the person and get a backstab and shit. It has to be a weapon skill, right? Like an Ash of War or something. Maybe. Yeah. That's, that's sick. Yeah. It was real cool. All right. My number four. The Lancer Ooh, from Gears of War. This is on. This is in my top five. The Buster Swords in my top five. So too. hey, we just traded. Let's let's talk about the Lancer. Man, <laughs> what a cool concept! Fuck yeah, for dude. a game Are you for a gun. Me? <laughs> and you know what? This is a gun that to me feels wholly original. I can't agreed say like, oh, this was inspired by Berserk or Star Wars or Alien. It's inspired by a bayonet, maybe, but like, well, that, like yeah. historically inspired by that. But like the idea of putting a fucking chainsaw on the end of an assault rifle is yep. just beautiful in a way that is hard to ex- express. And the feeling of not just that, but the feeling of firing the Lancer and I don't care how long it's been since I played a Gears of War, you throw me in a Gears of War and I am going to be firing that Lancer, hitting my active reload perfectly mm-hmm. without even thinking about it, and running up and sawing dudes in half. God, yeah, because I guess we have to even include the active reload as kind of a feature of the yeah. gun. And that kind of changed the game a little bit. It that sure was really did. Cool. That, to me, Gears of War is the reason third-person shooters are a thing to this day. Mm-hmm. It came out that. and made such a splash. Not that they weren't before, like they weren't a thing before, but third-person shooters are the genre they are today because Gears of War 
and that's before the weapons get involved, right? right? The Xbox One wishes to God they had a game that good to launch with. You know what I mean? Like a, a Gears of War, like the yeah, 360 and, did. Well, no, and it didn't even launch with launch the 360, with it, but it came out within after, the first right? year. Mm-hmm. What's funny is when I got my PlayStation 3, Will and all his buddies were playing Gears of War, and I had to act like it didn't bother me, and I didn't <laughs> think it was that cool, because like... I just spent six hundred fucking dollars on a PlayStation, PlayStation Three, yeah. and I was like, "You guys want to play some Resistance, Fall of Man?" <laughs> nah, we're good. I'm gonna chainsaw these fucking locusts. To and I'd be watching. I'd be like, "Yeah, I guess it's cool." And uh, and then I'd go in my room. I go, "God damn it, that's cool." It is cool, man. Like, and I know people probably love the shotgun as well in that game because. In PvP, you know, if you if you're able to, shotgun it's almost on the move, too it, annoying though to where PvP becomes only shotgun fest. Yeah, right. I know. So uh, to me, like just the design of the lancer, you know, it was just such a, a cool thing to like flank an enemy and just catch them. You, they, the oh. last thing they hear is that, <laughs> or like in co-op campaign, you and your buddy going on a fucking evil dead spree where mm-hmm. everything is just getting sawed. Yep. And afterwards there's nothing but chunks and viscera f- uh, surrounding <laughs> you. And you and the two, you and your buddy are just covered in blood breathing real hard. <sighs> yep. Oh man. In horde mode. Yeah. That was oh awesome. boy. I would be putting up some chainsaw kills in horde mode. Hell yeah. Nice. That's a great pick, man. I'm glad we um, both had these. And then when they added, uh, I think it was in Gears 2 when they added the showdowns, like when you could have an enemy try to chainsaw you at the same time oh, and yeah, you'd and get you in the fight. the button. Yeah. And now, if you lose that fight, you're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. There ain't no, like, oh, I'm a little hurt. No, right. you're no, sawed you're getting in half. Chain- chainsawed. Yeah, you're dead. The, the sound design, the feel of the gun roadie running holding mm-hmm. down a to roadie mm-hmm. run up to a dude and then going into a chainsaw uh kill so many good things you can say about gears of war in general just yeah. the, the way it was designed. we're gonna do some gears of war episodes we really should yeah. the next time we get a gears of war itch what i want to do is me and you play through the anniversary edition of the first game yeah, let's do it and we'll talk about gears of war one Heck yeah great game <laughs> what's your number three Hmm, let's see my number three i have got the blue turtle shell from mario kart <laughs> Ooh, now this is interesting this is a wacky one the, i was thinking i would say okay i would say for mario kart it counts and it is valid because i was wondering i was thinking like oh do i want to put the fire flower from mario on here? right but to me in the platforming would, mario games I think that's a pickup. Okay. Or a power up. Okay. Not so much a weapon. However, in Mario Kart, I do think it's it Yeah. Would, I would Mario consider Kart it a was was what I'm thinking of here. Like it just is an unstoppable missile to just to the first place. First place. It's a fuck you to the first place that they can do nothing about. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most devious damn things <laughs> in video games. And it, if you ever were out in front and and it would suck because you'd be doing your power drifts or yeah. whatever and, and driving on them good and yeah, dropping and... mad bananas out your pelt. <laughs> yeah, because that's all you get right yeah. when you're in the lead is the shitty shit yeah. like a, a banana, a, a green shell, <laughs> right? Yeah, that you fire backwards hoping it hits. But then you know some jabroni in eighth place is just gonna hit a blue turtle shell and that's it. And, and might not only hit you in first place, might hit a couple of dudes on the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And then if you're on a real tough track and you get hit by the blue shell and it knocks you oh, off the man. track God. too. You want to talk about oh, tilting me. Oh, man. Getting heated. 
getting get eaten. Man, yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. Yeah, that was one that I had to. I wanted to go a little off the beaten path for that one. I think that's that one's real good. Uh, and there's a lot of annoying weapons in Mario Kart. The the lightning mm-hmm. that Ugh, yeah. shrinks you. That affects everybody. It does, except whoever uses Ex- it. Right, yeah. There's some powerful shit in that. Like, just the red shell is awesome, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, the, that feeling of, like, you're, oh, you're chasing down first place. You're hitting your fucking skid, your power slides. You get a red shell, and it's almost like in fucking Star Wars when Vader's behind Luke, and he's like, I have you now. <laughs> Like, I'll be... Watch out whoever's in head of me if I got a red shell or yeah, three. Man. I, that's why I try to, like, save a banana sometimes just to let Don't, it hold like, out the back on, just like, to kind yeah. of take that hit. Like you just shit out a banana peel. <laughs> like you ate a banana without peeling it, and then all that came out was the peel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hanging there. Yeah. All right, man. Go ahead. What's your next one? My number three is the Master Sword from Zelda. Nice. That's on my honorable mentions. Let's go. Uh... What a fucking iconic sword oh, yeah. in a video game. You know, I have not played every Zelda game by any means, but one of my favorite things about Zelda games, with the occasional exception, is they're all set in the same universe, but maybe a different timeline, and it's never the same version of Link or Zelda. Right. But there's common elements. There's always, you know, most of the time there's always a Link. Most of the time there's always a Zelda. There's pretty much always a Master Sword. And, like, the sequence where you get the Master Sword in Ocarina of Time will always stick with me. Will always stick with me. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think just if you, you look at it subjectively, Breath of the Wild is a better Zelda game than... Ocarina of Time. It's not super fair. It's had 20 years. Subjective, I think, you know? Yeah. I think that Ocarina of Time is still a fantastic game. But the the means of acquiring the Master Sword and Breath of the Wild don't hold a candle to getting it in Ocarina of Time or most of the other games. And I remember it getting it in A Link to the Past, which was my favorite of the Zeldas. And, I mean also getting it in the first game mm-hmm. like that felt good as hell to get that master sword in yep. the first game if you could that game was hard yeah you know and to start with the wooden sword it was such a mystical thing as a kid you know like um the master sword yeah you know the thing you were striving to get and to like kill the big bad at the one end. of those items that's instantly recognizable mm-hmm. like you see the hylian shield or the master sword and immediately you go Oh shit! Fucking Zelda. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Triforce used to be that way, and it is still to an extent. But they don't really do the Triforce as much as they used to in Zelda games. Like, but the the Master Sword, man, that is a cool Top-notch. fucking weapon. Heck yeah! Um, I would love, uh, or I, not even love. I can't wait to see Breath of the Wild two. Mm-hmm. Um. And I imagine it'll be in there. I doubt you'll start with it. Um, that would be weird if you did. And you want to know why it was really cool in fucking Breath of the Wild? Because it's the only sword that wouldn't break permanently. You, nice. You, they, you know, they had the degrading <laughs> weapons thing. Yeah. Where, like, you would use a weapon so much and it'd just break. This is in Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Nice. Every weapon can break. And some of them last way longer than others. But you're kind of constantly running around with a shit ton of oh. weapons in your inventory. 
like so like oh shit the sword's gonna break i need to have a backup i'm really glad that's not in elden ring oh me too it was in dark souls though like yeah the weapon, weapon having to repair you never yeah, could lose is, a weapon though this was that's you know. not the case in, in right. zelda you can every weapon you can lose except for the master sword which will quote unquote break but then it restores itself in your inventory mm -hmm. so like you know you kind of just got to wait a little while and then you can start using the master sword again right <laughs> what's your number so i've only got one left on my top five because we talked about the lancer which was my number okay. two do you want to go ahead and do your number two or was that buster sword no okay i'll do my number one and it's a recent one it's the leviathan axe from god of war i thought about this so I... fun so fucking cool it felt right with the controller mm -hmm. you know with the little thuds every time you catch it there's a real weight to it the haptic feedback on the playstation 5 version yeah, is real really good nice. it takes that an extra level mm -hmm. the design of it is really cool like i heavily considered that and the blades of chaos mm -hmm. from god of war um both of those would have gotten honorable mentions yeah, for me. i put blades of chaos in the honorable mention but and i know that that's more like kind of this the um iconic weapon, weapon for kratos that. but but to me like i really liked this latest iteration of it more so than the earlier games me too you know and the the way the axe was interwoven into the gameplay and on the top, story right on, and on top of just the fact that you could split heads with it yeah you know it's an effective weapon on its own like the second time i played through i started doing a whole lot more of like the combos paying mm -hmm. attention to the way i was you know instead of just jamming buttons and the combos you can do with that thing are brutal and it looks so cool and it has it such does. a cool story to mm -hmm. it like the backstory and all that uh, of for that axe and running into the dwarf guys that are like uh we made that why you got yeah, that i loved that oh, yeah shit is so cool i man. guess i'll fix it up for you whatever let me see it and i, I loved like just trying to catch those ravens that would be flying around in a circle you know so you have to sit there and kind of line it up and wait till it hits a certain point and throw the axe yeah so you nail it the, the timing and the way like there's just the way it flew through there's the a air. feel to a certain saying. video game weapon that like sometimes i'm not smart enough to convey but i know it when i feel it right and that's a weapon that you get in the game and it instantly feels really fucking cool right man. that's super duper important to me and uh yeah man i have no problem being that as being like one of my favorite weapons no it's it's well worth it mm -hmm. i prefer it to the blades of chaos myself yeah and those are it's, fun it's, weapons too. and as cool as those things are man that leviathan axe mm -hmm. i would not have expected it to make your number one that's cool yep that's mm -hmm. cool that's a surprise my number two is the vampire killer the whip from castlevania Ooh, good one now there's a lot of whips in castlevania not all of them are the vampire killer but that is the most iconic version of the whip from Ca castlevania i feel it's the one from like castlevania castlevania 2 it's the belmont clans mm -hmm. whip <clears throat> and just the idea of okay we're gonna make a game where you basically make your way through a castle and you fight all the universal horror monsters. You're going to fight Dracula. Frankenstein. Frankenstein's yeah. monster. You're going to fight <laughs> the Grim Reaper. You're gonna, there's going to be creatures from the Black Lagoon. Okay, well, you should probably have, like, what? What do you think, guys? Stakes? Maybe a sword and a shield? No, let's do <laughs> 
I should have warned you. I'm sorry. I saw her coming. <laughs> Jesse just scared me. That's the first time on High Potion. <laughs> it is. That hasn't happened on High Potion yet. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here talking about spooky stuff, vampires and werewolves and stuff, and she sneaks up <laughs> she on me. Just, she walked right up like she knew what she, she was doing. She just grabbed something off the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second time today she scared me. She scared me before you got here when I was getting stuff set up. I love I'm it. a jumpy guy. <laughs> Um, the fact that they were like let's give him a whip you're gonna be a dude who's fighting horror monsters with a goddamn whip I don't even know how you come up with that concept like previous to Castlevania I would associate a whip with like Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones and a lion tamer <laughs> like some dude that looks like that's wearing a safari outfit with a chair and a whip you know what yeah. I mean like, I guess they wanted it to be, like, an elegant weapon. I, I wonder if it's that or if it's even, like, the design limitations of when they were making that game. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I've never really looked into the origin of it. But, man. Like, how fucking iconic is the whip? Like, what do you think of when you think of Castlevania? You think of a dude with a whip. Yeah. Of all fucking things. And then the way you could upgrade it to where, like... It starts off as a leather whip, and then it becomes a chain whip, and then it becomes a fire whip. Mm-hmm. Oh, it just gets better and better. Yeah, very cool. And and like I feel like then in some ways the whip in Castlevania goes on to inspire other games. Like in a weird way, maybe it even inspired the Blades of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Like having the blades on the chains on your arm and mm-hmm. stuff. Like having you know not just two knives but these things you're whipping around for lack of a better term yeah you can get range with <laughs> that you can get range with um and you know that's not to say like you know symphony of the night has a variety variety of weapons mm-hmm. you're yeah, not you like swords and that, swords yeah. and shit and that game is excellent it's yeah. probably my favorite castlevania game. i would definitely say it's mine yeah but uh man the whip is fucking where it's at yeah. i just remember thinking it was so cool thinking castlevania itself was so cool but so fucking hard yeah and how once again like we were shitting on them last week but how konami can just let the castlevania franchise die on the goddamn vine it's a crime when we're seeing these games like god of war come out and flip the script on yeah the previous that version. Shit. yeah and you know they tried they tried in the 360 era. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? It, it was kind of Castlevania God of War. The Lords of Shadow games. They were okay. The first one. I never played the second one. But it wasn't great. Yeah, they need they need some top shelf stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my number one, the Buster Sword. Buster Sword. You know I got a hard on for Final Fantasy VII, buddy. Sure, man. Yeah. That was a... Those were good lists. I have so many like honorable mentions that we didn't talk about i have like let's see i have two from doom on see, my honorable mentions uh, let me guess a bfg uh-huh and the doom shotgun <laughs> the doom shotgun yeah yeah now the doom shotgun if you want to get specific would be from doom 2016 because you can literally beat that entire game with, with that shotgun, the, shotgun. <laughs> yeah. the shotgun is what enables you to do like the stun moves where you then rip the people yeah, if you apart. Hit for, yeah you, the glory kills yeah. or whatever yeah in the second game, they nerfed it a little bit, but there's still like the super shotgun in both games as well, which mm-hmm. is a fun one. That's like the double barrel. Um, 
I think you can even upgrade it maybe to like a quad barrel if I'm not wrong. And the the fact that they had a gun in there called the BFG, which is just the big fucking gun. Right. <laughs> the gun that would just destroy everything on the screen. Yep. Yeah. And so you had to be careful about using that. But it's made its way back to just about every Doom game, right? Like, I think it's yeah. tried to iterate it every time. Yeah, you know, I so feel like a lot of people would associate shotguns with other first-person shooters first. Right. Besides Doom. But immediately. Immediately when I hear a shotgun in a first-person shooter, I think of Doom. And right. that goes all the way back to the PC games. Mm-hmm. Even though apparently I don't like first-person shooters. <laughs> There's been some other great shotguns. You know, like that Halo 1 shotgun, I remember being very good. Like mm-hmm. having really great range. Um, I think the both versions of the shotgun and Infinite are cool now that mm-hmm. I've gotten my, my feel for them. Yeah. Uh, Half-Life shotguns, yep. also real mm-hmm. good. Um like we were mentioning earlier, the Gears of War shotgun, the so, Nasher. Yeah, the Nasher. Yeah, yep, real a great good. one. But to me, it sort of all begins with Doom. Agreed. As far as, for me, shotguns are video games. And then, like, what I like is when you're playing, like, a a more sci-fi game, like, like a Star Wars first-person shooter mm-hmm. or something like that, there's always the shotgun that's not called a shotgun. It's <laughs> called something else, and you're like, oh, okay, so this is the shotgun. You know what I mean? There's always a shotgun. It may not be called that. There's always a shotgun. It's the archetype. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. So I have, this one's a little goofy, bikes from the Yakuza series. I love it. Bikes. (laughs) Bikes. Yeah, you fuck people up with bikes. Man, running around the street and a bunch of punks come up to fight you and there's two bikes parked on the street next to you, watch out. Because you're about to get those up your ass. And if I got a heat move... Ooh, you're fucked. <laughs> and like of all the things you can pick up and fight people with in Yakuza, to me the bike is the most hilarious. Because like you'll pick it up, you start swinging it and tires and bolts and shit will fly <laughs> off because it degrades. But like just the idea of a guy in a nice suit walking around a Japanese town and some dudes are like, hey, we're going to kick your ass. He's like, oh, let me grab this bike. <laughs> And whip your ass with a bike, like using a bike like a two-handed sword, basically. Right. Fucking love it. That, me too. Fucking love it. I actually have two from Yakuza. I have one is Goro Majima's baseball bat. Perfect. Because <laughs> if you ever play Yakuza 0 uh, and you get to the Goro stuff, he's got a stance where he basically just uses a bat. Yep, that's it. And you, as you can imagine, can just wreck pretty much everybody. And I love, like, as you upgrade that tree... He starts twirling it and mm-hmm. shit like it's mm-hmm. a pair of nunchucks. Nunchucks, yeah. yeah. You get people in the corner and just get him with like an endless Tekken corner yep. combo with. Did you see that they added? They didn't add them as playable characters, but they added Yakuza costumes to that Virtual Fighter. That oh, that's amazing. Redone Virtual Fighter. <laughs> I was like, damn, they gonna make me purchase that game in those costumes? Now, if Kiryu and uh, Majima were, were like playable there, characters, oh man, yeah, get out of here. You'd be we're getting in. a, not- a notification—you just received a gift on PlayStation. <laughs> Steve, let's play as the Yakuza. I'm in. Uh, my other goofy one from Yakuza is just Kiryu. Kiryu's fists. Oh, <laughs> if you want to get specific, <laughs> I guess his feet, his feet too. Fist and feet. But man. I mean, that dude is literally the most dangerous human being in video games. And I he's think. such a dummy. He's such a lovable <laughs> dummy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's one of my favorite thing about Yakuza because you play as a badass. Whether you're playing as Kiryu or Majima, but they're not like oh, 
they're not a Gears of War badass. Right, you know what I mean? Right. As much as I love Gears of War, it's a little too testosterone right. for me a little yeah, bit. Agreed. But these guys are a little more goofy. Um, like, do you remember when, in, I think it's in Yakuza Kiwami, Kiwami when uh, Majima shows up for the first time and he's just beating Kiryu over the head with the umbrella? Yep. And Kiryu's just sitting there taking it like, oh, it's good to see you too, yep. Majima. Yeah, I love that <laughs> shit, man. Just and taking I, these kill shots to the head like I love it's the fact that, like, these two dudes, like, they're going around town involved in some real heavy shit. Japanese mob shit, like. They're getting fucking expelled from their family. They might have to cut a pinky off. Their father just got killed. There's a missing lady. And meanwhile, they're like, oh, this kid wants me to help him buy a porn magazine. Let me take care of that real quick. Or this kid needs something from the crane game. I can spend the next two hours doing that for him. Yo, I I just thought of a really good mini game or like little thing for Yakuza. They may have already done this at some point. But like if you start out as a character who doesn't have a back tattoo... And you kind of have to go to the tattoo shop and like design, design it, it. different elements, yeah, and, color. and then go back. Like you have to get it done throughout yeah. the course of the game, several sittings. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think that's a good idea. I think it is too, especially for that series. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm happy to talk about those games. Give me something else off of your honorable mentions: the Plasma Cutter from Dead by De- oh, or not Dead, Dead by Space. Dead, Dead Space, great one. Yeah, that's a great one. I didn't have any Dead Space on mine because. What I like about it is, in the lore of the game, it's not meant to be a weapon. Right. It's, it's like an a tool. engineering tool. Yeah. yeah. But when shit goes down on the fucking space station, it quickly becomes a weapon. And I like how you could change the different orientations. The axis. Yeah. yeah. And then cut limbs mm-hmm. off these fucking eldritch space horrors and That's shit. what you had to do. You had yeah. to cut those. They wanted you to cut their legs off. It was off. all about dismemberment. Mm-hmm. If and they had a weapon, cut that arm once off. Once again, something that felt really cool. Not maybe even the newest concept, but the execution of it, mm-hmm. I thought was really fucking cool. I agree. That was a that's a good one. Let me see. I think I had. Let's see. I'm gonna go ahead and mention the portal gun. Okay, that's on my more uh, my uh, honorable mentions as well. Just in terms of like coolness, right? Like, yeah. those games were just different. You know, it's more of a puzzle game. Yeah. But I really loved the way that they were able to work physics into it. Like, you remember how you had to kind of, in some of them, you would have to shoot it down and then create, like, a Endless infinite loop, loop where it finally, like, would fire you off into yeah. the distance where you'd get where you would need to go. I love shit like that so much. Once again, like, how has there not been another portal game? Yeah, I don't know. Valve is just... They're, they're weird. They're, they're weird. They're kind of like the Beatles of... Um, software developers i guess they're just wanting to chill it's weird like steam is such a good platform and such a good product but in a weird way steam has robbed us of more Mm half-lives of more portals like where if steam wasn't so successful gabe newell you'd be seeing his ass lose his cool real quick and be like guys (laughs) we got to get some product out the door to make some motherfucking money but instead you know they get a little chunk of every game sold on steam Mm -hmm. and he's wiping his ass with gold leaf and shit (laughs) you know what i mean he's out there delivering steam decks now these days yeah i don't have one yet (laughs) (laughs) me me neither gabe i keep checking my email i know i know it's probably not until you know march or april Mm-hmm. But I'll be looking. <laughs> you know, I think that's actually going to work out in our favor. I think by the time we get our Steam decks, the the operating system and the software compatibility is going to be, be in a better place than it is now. A little more stable. From what I hear, they've been pushing 
more than one update to the mm-hmm. the OS and the software compatibility every day. So, you know, give that a few weeks when we get ours. That shit's going to be tight. Yeah. Excited. Um, I'm going to say Vega's Claw. Ooh, cool one. From, from Street like Fighter. Uh, you know, seeing Vega, boy, did I want to be able to play Vega. Me too. Because I loved Wolverine and I loved Freddy Krueger. And those two dudes have claw hands. And this dude has a claw hand and a cool mask. Cool mask. You know how yeah. I feel about mask, helmets, and claws, my dude. <laughs> and then he's turned out to be so fucking hard to he's play. He's tough to play. I've yeah. never been good at Vega. And then just the fact that, like, he's the one dude with a weapon, at least in Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just thought it was so fucking cool, Me man. Me too, man. I tried to do the game genie thing where you uh, you could unlock the bosses, but even that didn't that didn't really work. But I just remember thinking he was the coolest of all the bosses because of that fucking claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he'd climb in the fence and the weird moon salts and shit he would do on you. Um, in the same vein, I wanted to put Scorpion Spear. Me too. It's on my it's okay. on my runner up list. Take it uh, take it away, Ben. Man, I mean just. There were other, I guess, weapons in Mortal Kombat later, but but not in the tough. first couple. The I first one, so. he was the only one that kind of had a weapon, right? I would. Kano throws knives, right. I guess. Yeah, and he's got a laser eye, but mm-hmm. but you couldn't use the laser eye in that game, uh, at least the first one. And uh, but the spear was instantly iconic, right? Mm-hmm. Get over here. That's what everybody remembers the first time they play that. Oh yeah, and uh, oh, and it just I love that it pulled him in for just an easy free hit and it's such an easy move to do back mm-hmm. back punch or whatever yep as a beginner starting that game that was a good character to start with he also had a very easy fatality he did so just for me i have a lot of good memories of scorpion spear yeah and you know like i want to say it was in four when weapons kind of really started mm-hmm. coming into mortal Kombat, and they're still in Mortal Kombat more than oh definitely or like yeah. way bigger mm-hmm. like and then and like as much as I even like the three newest Mortal Kombat games I could give or take the fucking weapon aspect right except for Scorpion Spear mm-hmm. like in Sub Zero's my dude I don't need Sub Zero to have an ice sword right as he's, cool as it looks he just has ice magic that's all he needs yeah yeah exactly yeah, um, yeah now they got dudes with guns you know uh, yeah <laughs> cops and shit bringing guns i'd be like motherfucker yeah that that gunslinger they have now errol black that's yeah. his name yeah uh i have so we've talked about guns we've talked about swords what if a gun and a sword met and fucked the gun blade, <laughs> the gun from blade. final fantasy 8 now it is one of the coolest looking and concept guns or weapons from a video game it makes no fucking sense <laughs> no it makes no fucking sense but it is so cool and if i liked final fantasy 8 better it would have been in my top five mm-hmm. the fact that i am not the biggest final fantasy 8 fan is what kept it from making my top five but damn is it cool and so cool that it has consistently showed up in other final fantasy stuff including final fantasy 14 there's a whole class built around using gun blades mm-hmm. hell yeah and so cool like you know coming off of final fantasy 7 i think because the buster sword became so immediately iconic 
mm-hmm. they were like, we need another fucking iconic weapon. Right. I wonder how many design oh meetings they had about that. Holy you know? shit. They were, who knows what kind of corny Jeez. shit was getting put up on whiteboards. <laughs> and they nailed it. The gunplay blade is fucking sick they did i mean it's not as cool as the buster sword it's straight not. up but that's one of those things where it's almost impossible to follow up on exactly right? like, yeah i think so but they came close and man is it a cool concept mm-hmm. as little as it makes sense like <laughs> and and to the point where like monster hunter has gun blades and every time i start a monster hunter character i'm like it's gun I should try this gun blade out be the blade. <laughs> is this finally gonna scratch my gun blade What's, is that titus was that his name? No, that's Squall. Ten. Squall. Titus is, is ten. Ten, yeah, that's and right. Titus. Titus fights with that like it's a cool looking sword. It's that sword that's got like water in the blade. Mm, cool. That looks really cool. <laughs> um, which what do you got another honorable? I'm mention? just gonna like I gotta throw from some bones. I, I love the claymore like we've talked about a little bit on the last episode, but I want to specifically mention Bloodborne because of the trick weapons. That was one of the oh, cooler things they've done. Fuck, those are cool, so I just man. Just throw out all the trick weapons. Like there. like the saw blade. Saw cleaver. The saw, saw spear. Cle- like being able to like use the one-handed version and then flip that thing open mm-hmm. mid-combo. Mid-combo, yeah. And do like mega hits. Mm-hmm. Man, you want to talk about a game that has... I was thinking about this because I'm getting, you know... I'm not a from guy as much as you are, but it's starting to wiggle its way in slowly but surely. I'm getting getting there. there. Mm -hmm. And I could see, you know, a couple of years from now, depending on how this playthrough of Elden Ring goes, being like, yo, on my top five is the sword of (laughs) night and flame. I hope so, man. You know what I mean? Because it it looks really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. The moves are cool. But to me, from what I've played of Demon's Souls and Elden Ring, you don't run into these named iconic looking weapons as much like we were telling will last night you could play an entire from game with your starting weapon Mm -hmm. if you you like it if if you like it you can just keep upgrading it and you can play with that but bloodborne having like putting that extra stank on the weapons Mm -hmm. real cool yeah i mean there was there was one that i can't think of the name of it for some reason right now but it was with a kirk hammer that's it it was a sword but you could also be a giant hammer, like it, it transformed into a giant hammer with like smash damage, and it was that one was awesome. There's one that people call the pizza cutter, which looks like a giant pizza, which you can like spin real fast and oh, like that's shred cool. people. The the DLC weapons in Bloodborne are really cool. Um, is there a whip in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know Bloodborne. That it's a is... sword that that transforms into a whip. Konami should fucking hit up from and be like make us a castlevania yeah honestly do that's, your thing but do castlevania i could see them doing that too because castlevania has like to you know, me, the same kind of aesthetic that miyazaki would go blood for. bloodborne feels like it could be a 100%. castlevania game mm-hmm. and it, i don't know why that didn't hit me until just now um yeah i still oh i want you to play through that game so bad it's i'm going happen. to man so many games so little time. oh totally totally the second half of that game is just inter- very interesting from you know story perspective oh i bet <laughs> um i got one more honorable mention cool the hidden blades have it have it on mine too yeah. nice hidden nice. blades from assassin's creed uh assassin's creed is a franchise that i i don't have as much uh positive feelings towards anymore but man you know assassin's creed one two i would say three and Mm -hmm. then when four came out four is my favorite black Black flag Flag, yeah but like do you remember in the first one 
like they like the whole conceit of the hidden blade was you had to have one of your fingers cut off so mm-hmm. it could come out mm-hmm. and then they made like the different the version wrist blade yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah but like they had like the fact that Altair had to have a finger removed to use the hidden blade mm-hmm. and like stalking an assassination target and then just walking up and good night sweet prince <laughs> his ass to the ground with the hidden blade an instant <laughs> kill <laughs> like to me Far and away, the most iconic weapon to come out of that series. 100%, man. The like, Hidden Blades. I love doing the assassinations from high up, like doing oh, yeah. the swan dive onto them with like the, the Hidden Blade. Or when, like in later games, would you could get two Hidden Blades and take two take dudes two, out at, at once. Time. Yeah, that, man, that was oh, so sick. Yeah. So sick. Really cool uh, idea for a weapon, man. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I don't know which one is it, it is. Maybe it's... Um, What's the one set in Greek? The Greek time? That, so it was Origins. The one after Origins. Mm. Odyssey. Oh, yeah. There you I go. think the Hidden Blades aren't even in that game. Yeah, I think I remember people not being happy about that. They came back with Valhalla. I think so, too. Yeah. I think that is correct. And, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Why take that out? Yeah. It's like having Halo without... It's weird. In a, assault rifle or whatever. Post-Assassin's Creed Origins... Uh, which I thought Origins was cool, and the little bit of Odyssey I played I thought was very cool, too. Once again, just not enough time to play these games. It's weird. They, those games almost became uh, open-world RPGs that they just slapped the Assassin's Creed name on. Like, And, you know, obviously they worked in some of the present-day stuff and stuff, too. But, like, it was almost like they wanted to make open-world RPGs that weren't associated to Assassin's Creed, but they didn't want to take the risk on a new IP. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they were like... Let's call it Assassin's Creed. It's Assassin's Creed meets The Witcher. Yeah. And I mean, those games are gorgeous. They're beautiful. Yeah. I think they suffer from a little bit of bloat, personally. A little? Yeah. Yeah, they really suffer from bloat, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, you have any other that, honorable That mentions? does it, man. That yeah. was all on my list. I just wanted to shout out all of Bloodborne, which was why I didn't just put that in my top five. I should have. Yeah. But... I wouldn't have hated on it. Yeah, that was good stuff, man. A lot yeah. of cool weapons out there. I'm sure there were some we didn't even hit. You oh, know? I'm sure. So. I'm sure people are like, what? how could you forget this? Do you have a favorite video game weapon that neither of us mentioned in our top five or in our honorable mention? Then let us know about it. Highpotionpod at gmail.com. Follow Steve on Twitter at Stoned Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. And follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. Uh, leave us some reviews, guys. Please, please leave us some reviews. We really appreciate it, guys. Thanks. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Take care. Ah!